Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? TalkSTL.com real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting the war room of the O'Keefe Think Tank, this is Real Spoilers, episode 157, The Return of the Deep Fried... Did I get it wrong? No, you got it right. I got it right. You're giving me a face. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to... <laughs> didn't mean to affirm your... <laughs> I was just prepared for you to get it wrong. So. Apparently, yeah, so, but I didn't, so there... <laughs> 157, damn it. The return of deep fried tacos. Yeah. So uh, deep fried taco, if you're just tuning in, is uh, a movie that is bad, but that we like anyway. Dan coined the phrase deep fried taco. Credit where credit is due. That's true. That's true. I love me some Jack in the Box. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they're bad for you, but you still like them. Oh, God. They're so bad. (laughs) They're so good. And so uh, get a little, you know, buttermilk ranch with them. So it's this is the cinematic equivalent of deep fried tacos. Now the important distinction that I that I I sometimes have to specify when the guys are coming up with their deep fried tacos is that it can't be a movie that's like deliberately bad or winking at the camera. So it can't be like uh, I don't know the Green Lantern. No, I think that's a deliberately. I guess bad. That, that's yeah, a bad. This is a bad movie. A but like, movie. what was that like? Yeah, Amazon Women on the Moon or something? Oh, yeah, Barbarella. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that was Barbarella. Was was a serious movie? Like uh-huh. they took that seriously? Yeah, yeah. yeah. somewhat. Oh. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, Planet Nine from Outer Space. He totally yeah. took that yeah. seriously. He did that seriously. Yeah. That's was, too. That's too easy. Yeah, that's yeah. his low hanging fruit. I would. I would. I would barb wire down for that. Would you? Yeah, barb wire might be. Might be a deep barbed wire. Yeah. yeah, but you'd have to like that movie. I mean, it's got Pamela Anderson when she's in her prime. Right. What's but... not to like about that? Prime. The is... acting and the. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. The right. Generous. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was. That was like. Yeah. That was in the middle of Baywatch. Like she was looking at, she was looking her best at that moment. It was pre-hepatitis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Something you're always looking for in a woman. That's you know. Yeah, and she's she's hepatitis clean now. Yeah. Or hepatitis free. I think she posed in the yeah, she, did she the pose last, in the last Playboy, the last Playboy yeah. with nudity. Like that's the that's that's the one you want to end on. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's well. now it's a, it's non-nudity. Yeah, it's a, so it's like maxim. It's more like a maxim. Yeah, interesting. I wonder how that's gonna work. I don't know. Probably better than people buying nudie magazines. But here's the thing. Yeah, but if you here's say a, here's a bummer about that though, is that like it'll still have the stigma attached. So you're right. not like gonna be sitting around the office reading or a, the doc, you know, at the doctor <laughs> yeah, right. reading your Playboy. <laughs> right. It's not your non-naked Playboy. I'm not then, Norman Mailer. This isn't <laughs> yeah. 1971. And, pe- and not feel like a perv. Well, what's right. great? Well, what's great now is you just read your old Playboy. Yeah, you can read your, yeah. And, and you you're like, your, hey, it's it's good. Told you. You can read your back the article. Did you see that? Like at one point, Hugh Hefner offered Britney Spears. An ungodly amount of money to pose, and she was like, "No, I'm not going to do it." And then her career went in the toilet, and she's like, "Hey, um, yeah, you know that money?" And he was like, "Uh huh." She's like, "I'll do it." Now he's like, "I'm good." Yeah, like never mind. <laughs> like, we, don't, we don't. Just, got, it's not like it's one million <laughs> per stretch mark. Right, I got twenty grand. You, I'll do it. I guess. <laughs> I think somebody just bought the Playboy Mansion. I yeah. know it was up for sale. But he gets oh, to really? Live but there. he gets to live there till he I, dies. I That's awesome. Ew. That is so weird. <laughs> like, you're, if you're Hugh Hefner, it's just like I, it's like a yeah. reverse mortgage. It's like, <laughs> it's like the only stipulation is that it does come with well him. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like oh oh, it's such a weird. Okay, that is such a weird proposal, and I'm sure they have to like 
do background checks or whatever, but like you're living with strangers. Like these people buy this house and how do they know they're not going to just murder Hugh Hefner? Like it's because it's Hugh Hefner. He's so old. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm just saying like you're trusting people, whoever can buy a mansion (laughs) to just live with some. It's not like you're selling it to the Manson family. That's true. You wouldn't want someone untrustworthy in the Playboy mansion. (laughs) How do do we know he's actually still alive and not just some robot (laughs) underneath that silk robe? No, it's weekend at Heffy's. Yeah, and he's he's been like girls are just carrying him around for like 15 years. He he died in the grotto. Well, there was a story. So, I remember reading a story so years ago about a uh, a man in France uh, who had no pants. Oh, and uh, he could do a dance. No. Yes, uh, but no, a man in Continue. France. Continue. I'm in. I'm listening. <laughs> who uh, who made a deal like that with this old lady that she was like seventy, and that he would. He had to. He bought her house because it was like this really sought after property. It was like on the French Riviera or something, yeah. and she was low on cash. And but she got to live there until she died, and um, and she was like seventy years old, and she lived to be like a hundred and five. Oh, guys, like son of a <laughs> damn it! Hi, she probably, she probably survived him and got I'm the just, house back. Yeah, and sold know, it again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making some toast. Yeah. Okay, okay, yes, I will bring in the mail. Can, <laughs> can you help me in the bathroom? No, <laughs> no. Room two, three, seven, all over. <laughs> you know, I wonder if you know how, like, when you buy a house, maybe this is just a Missouri thing, but now you have to have that declaration as to whether or not they have ever made meth in your house. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you would think that the Playboy Mansion would have to have something like that <laughs> only that for would be only a, for chlamydia. Yeah, that would yeah. be like like a giant cesspool. Well, like I, oh. I I think of like a massive book that you, like they put down just like yeah. There's not enough lie on the planet <laughs> yeah. to purge that. Things place. you need to know in the front room. That's not a rug. It's pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> We just left it. How, yeah. do you, yeah. how do you think they make the drapes? Right. <laughs> you know when they talk about the curtains matching <laughs> the drapes? They, they yeah. for a reason. That's how it is. Literally. <laughs> we mean it literally and figuratively. So on that note, we should probably go around the table and introduce <laughs> ourselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. So deep fried tacos. Mm. Uh, we all pick a bad movie, how do I but li- we like anyway. I'm the worst at remembering how we got onto tangents. How did we get to? I don't, I don't know. Are we going to start synopsizing <laughs> our own tag? We'll, we'll, well, if somebody wants to create a Venn diagram to, to walk us through that, it would oh, be quite, man. quite epic. Oh, yeah. Pam Anderson, barbed wire, Pam Anderson, <laughs> Playboy Mansion, Playboy, last Playboy, reverse Playboy mortgages. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Nah. So, deep fried tacos. Who would like to go first? I, I'll go. Okay. Yeah. We will let Dan go first. Uh, okay. So, uh, and it was actually funny because I, um, when I uh, told mine to Tom, he was like, uh, he, he wondered. Well, actually, it was a different one. I had two. Uh, one was um, uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Great. Ah, all right. Um, that's, you know, that's, I, that's the same I, reaction I, I had. Yeah. I was like, I I have to say, no, that's not a bad movie. I do yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the other one uh, is this one from 1988, Killers. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, you motherfucker. Uh, is that yours? Uh, no, because oh, that okay. movie no, is terrifying. I wouldn't have let him. Yeah. I, that's why <laughs> oh, I have you guys send them to me, so um, there's no duplicates. So it is. Um, and I will, I will, I will die defending this movie. Um, I, and I, this is a movie I, I just, I had people come over and watch because I'm like, it's so good. I've never seen like, it. It's oh good, my god, Dan. it's not good, but it. It's, I'm with you. But it, it, and, and and Tom did question. He goes, um, you know, is that is that a t- intentionally campy? And, and it is not. Uh, it's uh, this is written, directed, and created by the Chiodi brothers, who are three brothers who are animators who um, really are best known for. Uh, animating the large marge sequence from mm-hmm. Peter's oh, okay. big adventure um and they had the chance to you know because of that they had a, enough uh Clout. steam yeah to to that you know this is uh, a movie that they wanted to do and they did not they were like no this is not camp they did not want it to be like a trauma movie they wanted it to be more of an homage to movies like the blob and, right and, and more of the that's why there's like an inspiration point in the movie but uh basically i mean the plot is um, yeah, it opens with a bunch of uh, kids making out because that's what kids do. Because that's what kids do. 
I guess an 88 And uh, <laughs> and Comet yeah. flies Do by Do kids not make out anymore? Yeah Is that an old an inspiration It's point. all texting these days Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sexting Just they sending, text sending pictures of lips Kiss 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 Well yeah that's right sends yeah. back an emoticon of their penis Yeah inspiration <laughs> point is now known as Facebook So <laughs> But uh, back then you had to like actually be with the person And so uh, they're making out And then a comet land. The real reason teen pregnancy has declined <laughs> Has nothing yeah. to do with teen mom No <laughs> No the kids not just, in the same yeah. place. They just rub one out on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. They're like, all right, well, yeah. it's not worth a drive. Oh, yeah. well. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Never mind. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll, talk, to, I'll talk to you later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the comet lands, and uh, of course, our uh, our heroes uh, go to investigate, and it's uh, a big tent, you know, a big <laughs> weird kind of like uh, circus tent, and they go inside, and there are these mutant clowns. I am, I am actually definitely... Uh, I'm also I have a, an I, issue with clowns. I do as well, but I also had this poster but these hanging don't up bother in my room because and I and I always try to explain. It's like like Cirque du Soleil clowns don't bother me. Like fancy clowns don't bother me. Snob. Well, you know, <laughs> like, like the ones with the ruffles around their neck don't bother well, you. Like, no, yeah, like that's just yeah. artsy. Yeah. What um, about one that's holding the decapitated head of an eight-year-old? It, Yes. Okay. okay. Now, see when you start. Well, when you start uh, adding yeah. stuff yeah. to it, good <laughs> lord. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's the people who have it's it's the whole uncanny valley thing, right? It's like when it looks, it's a real person in clown makeup. That is horrifying. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like. Clowns I'm not in much general. on mannequins. I don't really like ventriloquist dummies and some cutscenes and 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 video games. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it, this is there's a, a a whole. It's like that scene in Zombieland, man. If you ever had to go to Sears yeah. with Jeff Dunham, Oof. oh good lord, God. that would be bad. Yeah. Awful. Um, so, um, yeah, they go inside to investigate and, uh, there are, uh, these, uh, killer space clowns. Uh, they're real distorted looking and they're, uh, all of their gear is based around like things like they have cotton candy cocoons that they're, <laughs> uh, harvesting people in and they have, uh, guns that shoot popcorn that it's, are, yeah, it's anything cannibalistic popcorn and, uh, <laughs> This, when, when, it they, is, when they rape you, confetti comes out. It is of it, what? It, it does walk a fine line. Like most of it, <laughs> it's kind of like wacky. It's basically the clowns. Are, they land and they're just wanting to uh, take everybody and make them food. Um, John Vernon, uh, uh, Dean Wormer, okay. uh, and also from Point Blank, the Lee Marvin movie, yeah. and Big Bad Mama. You know, he was kind of a he's the biggest name in this movie, and um, he. Uh, He's the the town sheriff, and uh, he plays a very like they play everybody in this movie plays it straight. Yeah, some of the actors are not good, right? <laughs> so while they're playing it straight, it's just like uh, you struggle. But the clowns are amazing, and it is um, a, a movie that there are moments in this movie where it it goes from like kind of wacky, uh, just because they are you know giant, ten foot tall clowns. To um, terrifying, there are a couple moments in this movie. You're like, that's just Creepsville, <laughs> yep. and and the demise of the sheriff is one where it's like it goes. I mean, it just goes so dark, and you're like, oh, this is, <laughs> stopped being funny. That is true, yeah. And it, there's no there's no like through line where it's like, okay, we're just gonna we're kind of gonna be funny, funny, yeah. funny, funny. Whoa, yeah. What just happened? And, it, and it suddenly it's like, I mean, because these clowns do kill. Uh, so they live up, you know, there's no false advertising in this. <laughs> I mean, it, it's everything the movie promises to be. There are clowns that are killers and they're from outer space. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it is, uh, it's a movie that uh, keeps getting like re-released on like every platform. So like it came out on DVD and it was like under the Midnight Movies banner. Right. And it came out on Blu-ray and you see it streaming every now and then. And it's kind of lost to time, and it is a movie that's hard to classify, and I, I think even the studio struggles with it. And the, and, uh, the Chiodi brothers have tried to relaunch it as a brand, and they've tried to, you know, they were going to uh, do a, a sequel in, around 2007, and yeah. nothing really happened, but it, it it's it's unfortunate because... I think it's it is automatically assumed that this is just like a wacky campy movie. Yeah, I thought it, it was intent like Attack of the Killed Tomatoes or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's a great like that's not a deep fried taco. That's just yeah. Like it, they're like, eh, we just made up some stupid. You know, they, right? They, they knew what they were doing. Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. I I surf, yeah. surf ninjas. Yeah, no, like no, they these guys are all in on like and and the makeup is stellar. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's more uh, it's some pretty latex. The, the the so the mask building is is really a pretty ama- amazing unfortunately the sets they weren't allowed you can see where they aren't allowed to build sets so they're kind of reminiscent of like uh, uh the uh old 66 batman 
where yeah. it's like a soundstage with just some props. Yeah. You know, okay. so it's mostly black and wow. there's like a doorway. It's like, yeah. So they, the inside of the spaceship, they just like, would you could tell they just reconfigured like the sets. <laughs> like, uh, okay, uh, put the hallway over there, put the door over there now. And so they run through multiple sets and it's all gotcha. pretty much the same soundstage. Ah. But uh, no, it's, it's, um, it's a movie that, that's got some actual, I wouldn't say scares. Teeth? Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely some some darkness to it, but they um, yeah, it, it is it's worth checking out. Uh, I can't say that no, I can't say it's, it's good. I, <laughs> I I sat in a room full of people, and I don't think I swayed anybody. But I was like, you guys are all wrong. This is a good movie, and I'll I, still say that that is my 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 top. That's movie. a good one. Where yeah. can you find this movie? Um, you you can actually. Uh, it is. I think it's available for for rent. It's not it. it Pops up on Netflix now and again. Yeah, it, it'll show up and then it's gone. It's up and it's gone. Um, and but I think you can get it on Amazon. I, I think you can get it through iTunes. Um, it's not pricey. <laughs> Unlike mine, that I could find nowhere. According yeah. to this, you can watch it on Prime Video if you have Amazon. Oh, there you nice. go. And uh, um, I think it's just built into your Prime subscription. So and so you can you get go. it on DVD for six fifty or Blu Ray for eighteen. 13 wow. on Amazon. I had the Blu-ray for like three bucks. <laughs> so you, you can also nice. find it in the bargain bin usually. usually. <laughs> um, and it, it is actually it's one of those ones where I, I uh, have watched it with the uh, director's commentary and they're so into it. So that's that's what that the other way I was better. like, no, these guys are actually, they, they were yeah. like, no, we don't want to make a campy movie. They were like, we're, you know, we're, they're trying. Right. And they, they do kind of hit it a couple times in the movie uh, when they make the sheriff a human mannequin <laughs> is one where you're like, <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> yep. And they don't even really show anything. It's just the fact that you know where the handed so on amazon <laughs> yeah uh they give you customers who viewed killer <laughs> clowns i'm so glad. i was gonna recommend that we do this also yeah. it's like five star reviews oh yeah okay so uh they also viewed stephen king's it not shocking. clown okay yeah, yeah. Uh, scary until i uh, just like the book scary the until second. the giant spider and you're like what yeah and then there's uh uh, a Dying of Laughter triple feature featuring Club Dread, Killer Clowns from Outer F- Space, and I don't know what else because the type, it's too long because <laughs> it's a long title. Oh, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back. Okay. That's a weird one. Yeah. yeah. Just go with the first one. Well, it's a triple pack. They got to have something rounded out. I guess. But go with the first Killer Tomato. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably cost more money. Oh, than that's probably Club true. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, uh, but this is where um, I hmm, <laughs> hesitate if I should tell this to you. Go ahead customers who also viewed and this is actually the first one yeah the main suggestion is a uh, monster squad so you can see it so let me turn so my computer bad. around in case oh in this case is incredible so <laughs> dan has his own monster squad <laughs> it's about effing time <laughs> and the way he described his viewings and trying to convince yeah. people it's, that's, <laughs> that's how i feel about monster squad <laughs> oh that's amazing hey look man decker's awesome night of the creeps is really good yep so is monster squad <laughs> <laughs> really night of the creeps oh, he's gosh. working on something he's got he's working on something with yeah. somebody big yeah like they've worked on like some tv show or something i yeah. think well there you go i'll just so, the tv show yeah. well thank yeah. you dan yeah <laughs> sorry we had that's to end good. on a bad note for oh, you that's that's and ending, ending on an awesome well, note. half half the room disagrees yeah. <laughs> Here, here's my issue with monster oh, squad I'm, I'm with it is that i'm a universal guy at heart okay and it still chafes me that they do such a shoddy job of the creature from the black lagoon but they probably couldn't use the like, no they, they couldn't they, they, like, so they had to do something yeah so it's like it's like it's no better than the groovy ghoulies <laughs> <laughs> and if you that actually that you look, look that one up that 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 creature looks good that's a good looking yeah no man it's yeah. not it's not the the rico browning it is not but you could use that design that's why they can't uh, yeah. well there's the problem with the movie <laughs> i had the same issue with van helsing i was like well, did they have they a creature look, in Van Helsing? No, they had Frankenstein, which looked, like was a steampunk Frankenstein. I'm like, this movie yeah. sucks. That movie did suck. <laughs> That's a deep fried taco. Mm. So, if, someone, if someone chose to like it's it. Yeah, a, right. It's not even a chimichanga. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's not even a breakfast. Well, bag. then I guess let's segue into Joe. Yeah. What is your deep fried taco? Uh, so first I want to read some cast members from this movie. Uh-oh. That's how we do this. So we've got Joe Montaigne, mm-hmm. Michael Richards, all right, David Arquette, uh, you know, uh, Amy Kane. Uh, Ernie Hudson, who we all love from Ghostbusters, Judd Nelson, Michael McKean, uh, Chris Farley. 
Michael McKean, who was in Young Doctors in Love. That's right. Yep. That's right. Uh, Steve Buscemi is in this movie. Brendan Fraser <clears throat> in one of one of his better roles, <laughs> and the curveball that nobody expects: Adam Sandler. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Airheads from nineteen ninety three. Steve Buscemi, yeah. Brandon Fraser, yeah. Adam yeah. Sandler. Yeah, yeah. Airheads. So uh, this is kind. Of, this yeah. is the flicks about uh, a band called the Lone Rangers. <laughs> I don't know how you pluralize right. the Lone Rangers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> There's three of you. Um, that's and they, the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> they uh, they they're a band. They're trying to make it. They can't make it. They they keep you know. Brandon Fraser tries to break into a record exec and give him a. A reel-to-reel version of their demo uh, And it's just They break into a radio station They take everybody hostage And then hilarity ensues And it's just like it, I think this movie for me Hit right at the right time uh, I caught this on like Comedy Central when Comedy Central was in its infancy, kind of. Like, I used to rent this from the uh, grocery store on VHS. Yeah, I, mean, I thought yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in like uh, Polly Shore movies, like Biodome. Correct. This. Uh, what's the son-in-law? Son-in-law. son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like this was part of that rotation yes. for me. But like I had caught it, and like I guess it's right at that time when uh, hair metal was on the way out, and grunge is on the way in. So like yeah. the song that they use is it, like Brendan Fraser sings the song. And it was like on it was my ringtone for a while, <laughs> but <laughs> like it wasn't found, like the real it was, song. It was like dee, 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 no, no, it was uh, it was degenerated. To, I had yeah when I I mean like I on mean at my, that time you were able to have a real not in vocal. real time like he's saying years later when yeah you could do oh like, gotcha yeah. okay yeah, yeah. No, no 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 I was thinking like the Nokia phone, phones where yeah. you could right, get right, like, like, 1993 when I had degenerated on my no like it was my it's been my ringtone when MySpace allowed you to have like music on your profile degenerated was the song it's just it's like it hit right at the right time and <laughs> it's not good like it's not a good movie <laughs> like i keep thinking it's part of the snl i think in the Lexion, uh, but pantheon of adam it's, sandler movies it's like way at the top it's my favorite but it's not really an adam sandler movie. <laughs> that's my point he's in it, but, you know. but like yeah he's not like he's funny in it like mm-hmm. he's not playing an idiot like he plays the drummer uh, the, mm-hmm. you know, he's trying to, he picks up on the receptionist, which is, I was going to say when they're, when they're, uh, taking over the radio station, doesn't he like fall in love or he has yeah, a thing up, with, he hooks up with the, like on, uh, on Ian, Michael McKean's like $1,400 couch. Yeah. He's like, there's one stain on that couch. <laughs> but yeah, like Michael Richards is, is, is the, they're the, so the, the, the backside of the story is that he is, they're trying to flip this radio station from like hard rock too easy listening mm-hmm. and michael mckean has like his hair back in a ponytail and he's got that stupid like Ugh, power yeah. pendant and yeah. like just yuppie he, like he, he yeah he plays that guy perfectly mm-hmm. uh joe montagna plays the old school he's great. Uh, rock dj who just want he just doesn't care anymore but then gets reinvigorated he plays johnny fever yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> johnny fever. gets reinvigorated by yeah. the lone rangers uh so yeah they they kidnap everybody and they have a great scene where uh, the the joke is he writes this song, Degenerated, and, you know, his girlfriend, he has the typical uh, L.A. strip rocker girlfriend with, like, the big blonde hair, and she's like, you, I wrote, they're breaking up in the beginning of the movie, and she's like, I, you, I wrote this song for you, and she's like, you wrote that song before you even met me, and he's like, well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but like later in the movie, the joke comes back where she has like t- like they they lose their tape and they have to have like this crappy cassette tape and they bring it back and she is tossed out of the car. So when she has it, it's covered in like dog piss and it's been run over by cars. So the joke comes back and she's like, "You wrote that song for me." He's like, "I wrote that song before I even met you. Get out." <laughs> it's just it's so stupid and it doesn't make it like there's. The resolution is obviously exactly what happens. They get the record deal. They play live at San. None Quint. of them are in trouble. None of them are. They do sit. They do yeah. three months for and kidnapping they- and assault with pepper <laughs> sauce. Uh, but they do like a big old rock concert in San Quentin, mm-hmm. and then like they, the Blues Brothers. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I was trying to remember like how it is. Yeah. Like, Don't yeah. they play in they, jail? They, yeah, they yeah. play in San Quentin. Was they, Joe they, Walsh there? No, he was not. No. Uh, but that's the other thing is they have some insane cameos. So uh, White Zombie recorded a song specifically for this soundtrack um lemmy rest mm-hmm. in peace was in it and he's the like there's a big scene where they're all gathered at kppx and it turns out that brendan frazier was a big nerd in high school and he mm-hmm. played like you know he's in school newspaper and lemmy is like out of nowhere he's like i wrote for the school newspaper and he's in the movie <laughs> like right there but it's weird as you see him in the beginning as lemmy like in a picture 
Mm-hmm. And then he shows back up as this random guy who writes for the school newspaper. But yeah, like it's <laughs> it's it's uh it's a it's a very nineties movie. Brendan Fra- it's one of Brendan Fraser's better roles. Yeah. Uh you know, you've got like Encino. This Encino is the like main post- character. Yeah, he's Chaz. Yeah. I was just gonna say Encino Man was one of those in my rotation. Blast, yeah. you know? Blast from the past. Blast from the past uh, is good. Was, Actually, I like the mummy. I got, I think that first mummy actually yeah, the yeah. second mummy's pretty good. I think good it was more of the pro- my issue with the mummy is Let that me guess, it didn't look like the mummy from the universal no, stuff. He's an Egyptian guy. <laughs> the movie is an Egyptian guy. He's not a mummy. He's like a mummy for 5 minutes and then he's an Egyptian <laughs> That's guy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They, they should have called it Egyptian guy, <laughs> not the mummy. Oh, Egyptian guy. He's that has not a good ring yeah. to it. A mummy. <laughs> and it's like, "Ooh, the mummy is, oh, nope, never mind. He's, he's okay now." He's barely a mummy like in yes. the, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's Ugh. it's it's definitely like if you like the Wayne's World or uh you know that kind of like early 90s I, I do think that it it has a lot of similarities to that early SNL uh cast going to movies like cuz Farley's in this as well. Yeah. Um it's it's great. Is he a police it. officer in this? Yeah. 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 He's the one who yeah. like tears the guy's nipple ring off. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I yeah, it's been a while since I've it's, seen this, this is, on VHS my, last, but this man. Is, I, and actually I looked everywhere. I can't I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. Um I ended up having it like I have a Blu-ray copy on the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, if you can find it, check it out. Like if you're if you're a kid that, you know, I'm 33, so if you're of our age and you liked the like like I said Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2, uh, check this out because it, it fits right it's a 90s in, rock movie yeah it fits right into yeah. that it's five dollars on dvd on do amazon it. prime like do it right now because it's so 1242 on blu-ray that's what i Ooh, did there we go that's what i did i would i would i would happily pay 20 bucks for this movie like i don't even care like if they had like a, i'll write amazon and have them charge you another <laughs> eight bucks charge me eight more bucks <laughs> seven dollars and 58 cents to be exact yeah. there you go thanks Tom. well i want my <laughs> cut on my commission for getting the sale i mean someone's gotta pay for that right but it's it's yeah it's great it's fantastic. Judd Nelson plays the douchiest of douchebags. Oh, he's like, like an exact record, record, record exec, exec, right? Jim, yeah. Jimmy Palpatine, yeah. like Jimmy whatever his name is. Man, it's Jimmy Win, Jimmy Win. That's what yeah. it is. He's got like the douchebag uh, flavor pony. flavor saver. Like, yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It's it's great. It's one of my it's one of my favorites. I'm trying to uh, he. I was trying to figure out what else this guy wrote. He uh, he collaborated on writing the feature film The Jerky Boys. Yeah, that's oh nice. wow, the jerky Look at the, boys! I think, the, Jeez, I think he directed that's the, the same time. The director did. He's only done TV recently, but I think he oh, did man. that Josh Hartnett one where he couldn't have sex. Yeah. Like oh yeah, like forty, 40, 40, 40 days and forty nights. Yeah. Like I think he directed that, and I think he directed and something this else. This writer also wrote Triple uh, <clears throat> X, the Vin Diesel action movie. Oh okay, wow, yeah, that's <laughs> right. That was a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's coming back. So yeah, yeah, with Ice Cube as well. Great, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it's not gonna. Oh, it's gonna have both, both Vin them. Diesel yep. and Ice Cube. Yep. Okay, well you have two. So bad that's guys. You have that's Antonio ja and Jet Li. Sex Dex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's so it's that's, yeah. yeah. Well, that's weird because if you watch, I think on X the squared triple X squared triple X squared. If you watch, like, there's a special feature on the second one. X X X X X X X X where they kill Vin Diesel. They blow him up. Oh. Like if on the, on State of the Union, I think it was the because yeah. they couldn't the get Vin Diesel anymore. Right. So well, they, they well they, they were introducing Ice Cube. Right. So like there's a scene, like they filmed it and he like goes into a like it's all shot from behind. So it's some it's a body double with like the tattoos. So you know it's Vin Diesel. Right. So he goes into like a a, a brothel and he goes to hook up with somebody and they blow up the brothel and like the only thing that comes out of the explosion is his piece of neck that has the tattoo on it. <laughs> So you know that, that he died. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they they it was smart that they left that as a deleted feature. They did. Like, yeah, I don't know if we want to kill off our like headline. It guy was like the alternate. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like we filmed it just in case, but that was probably just not a smart move. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Go check it out. All right, cool. So Kevin, you or me? I'll go. Okay. So the year was 1997. And, uh, you know, if you think of movies from 1997, you've got Titanic, one of the highest grossing films of all time. Goodwill Hunting. Put those boys on the map there. L.A. Confidential. Ooh, that's one of my favorites. Men in Black. There's some great movies. Uh, the Fifth Element. Also I mean, great. who doesn't love The Fifth yeah, Element, right. right? So when you think of all these great movies, surely among them is 1997's The Pest, starring John Leguizamo. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, do you guys remember <laughs> that? that? So wait, yeah. what year did Spawn come out? 
I don't know where and because he's in that too. It was close. He's he's uh oh, yeah. Sorry, Dan, to even bring that up. Nah, he's <laughs> is not that a scary clown. Or he has yeah, sharp teeth and yeah, stuff. Yeah. He, he's Melbourne. He doesn't look. Yeah, but he doesn't look like. Uh, no, he's not Melbourne. Doesn't just have makeup on. He's got all sorts of prosthetics. Yeah, he's yeah. Gross. It's cre- yeah, it's really gross. So this movie is you know one of those that I rented on VHS from the grocery store probably way too many times. <laughs> but the thing with this movie is John Leguizamo gives it his all. He gives it one hundred and fifty. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Because I pulled it up on Wikipedia. So before I read you what Wikipedia says, <laughs> I just have a question. <clears throat> yeah. I've never seen the film. Is the fact that John Leguizamo, Puerto Rican, is that a plot point in some capacity in the film? This is not a trick question for you. It's a trick question for Wikipedia. I mean, he has a family. I mean, you see his like his mom, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the actor's Puerto Rican. So I mean, oh, but, but I mean, is it a plot point in the within the film? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just because the description of the film it says comedian John Leguizamo plays a Puerto Rican con artist in Miami, Florida. I'm like, why are they specifying it? That? It is, and I'll get to okay, that. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, because like, if I would read the There's synopsis a... of the Sting, I don't think they would say <laughs> no, 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 plays no. a white con no, no, artist. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Anglo-Saxon con artist. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it, it plays. It, it makes. It's okay. A, it's a. It takes a very odd twist. He's a con artist, and it goes on with him. It introduces you to his friends and family, and him pulling cons and so. But so the thing about this is that. John Leguizamo gives this performance 150%. This is a John Leguizamo performance like you've never seen John Leguizamo. I mean, I know he's done a lot of serious stuff now, um, but I mean, as far as like comedy, he does this thing where he plays a lot of different characters. So if you think, it's kind of funny, I just saw this for the first time. You know how I like Ernest movies. That's another one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> and Ernest will dress up as different characters. They'll cut to him and he'll be a war general. Then he'll be a uh, old grandma. You know, and he'll play these like characters. This movie is very reminiscent of that type of comedy where John Leguizamo, it's more related to his con artist stuff. But as a con artist, he actually dresses up as these different characters. Now, I mean, it's totally goofy zany i'm not saying this is like a serious like but it's a plot device for him to be these different be these characters. different characters well, yeah as like, a con uh, artist. dana carvey had a movie like that master, master of disguise, of disguise. oh is, yeah yeah oh, like man. this is a earlier version this came before that but yes it's that type of comedy where you where the character the main actor dresses up as lots of different characters does impressions that kind of thing so very similar and uh i mean i like i actually like this movie a lot better than that one because uh, that one's awful yeah Can- that one's r- can I read you the tagline from the poster? Absolutely. Please. Um, okay. It is... This is legit. This is on the poster. What kind of freakazoid would let someone hunt him just to collect $50,000? Next question. That is. That's some copy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's impressive. Freakazoid. Yeah. So, and, and the next question is actually you were still reading from the poster. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Whoa. Okay. Next question. So, so anyway, so he's this con artist. So we're introduced to him. He's you know right away he's doing impressions. Like he talks to this uh, this his name is Pistario. His his real name is Pistario, but they call him the Pest. That's his nickname. And he's talking to this like uh, priest, and he's this Irish priest. And so he goes into his like best Irish impersonation. So you, right off the bat, you see Jesus. that he's you see that he's like going in and out of different characters, and people think he you know is a different person than he actually is anyway it's just this really goofy performance but i mean i'm telling you this guy if you want to see john leguizamo just like going for it like <laughs> like like trying to hit two grand slams at one at bat like seriously i mean he gives his impressions these characters i mean he gives it 100 percent. so it's really fun the movie is goofy it's it's just a zany not great movie but it is so fun to watch him do this and i mean i watched it it's not like I watched this last in 1998. I mean, I watched this like a year ago. I'm not sure. I watched still, mine last night. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix, but I watched it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't need to watch. I've seen this movie so many times. But, I didn't need to watch either. I just wanted to watch. Oh, it. I know. Well, uh, I wanted to watch your heads yeah. again. But like, I still Wait, think it's the a Blu-ray's on its way. How did you watch it? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Well, you, you still spent the money. So I did. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like it's on the way. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's, it's got everybody's <laughs> everybody's favorite pedophile in the movie, Jeffrey Jones. So hey, oh. yeah, the your, your principal movie. from yeah, yeah, yeah. He got arrested for wait a minute, mul- multiple times. Yeah, from and Ferris Bueller. Like, and yeah. what's so yeah. weird is he still worked after that. He was yeah, on Deadwood. He did. Yeah. Like, I didn't oh, realize that's that guy, right. He is yeah, on Deadwood. Like, I mean, like, how, like, like, how is this guy still like, getting work? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like, realize that guy was a But Fatty Arbuckle yeah. couldn't get work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, and that's, that's still debatable. No, what? I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, he, oh, yeah. I know. He was acquitted. <laughs> no, I mean, Jeffrey Jones, it's like, he's one of those ones that somehow, like, 
You should have told how me does that. that work? You should have told me that after my. I, I, that just makes me feel weird now. <laughs> I mean, so, what, so when did he first well, get? He's, yeah, he's not the get, hero. Picked up. Oh, for I know. I want to say like early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. So Deadwood. Oh no, I guess no. Deadwood, it was Deadwood, it was definitely because I remember when he hey, popped he's up. Amadeus, he's a. Uh, it was a good actor. He's just yeah. a, a, a perv. Just don't put him <laughs> in Beetlejuice, yeah. right? Is he the dad? Yeah, he's the dad in Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, just did Amadeus. Yeah, uh, and he's great. Amadeus, I remember when he popped up in Deadwood. I was like, I remember looking it up. Like, did he get acquitted? Yeah, what? that's what and I thought. I was like, did no. I like, why is huh. he still getting work? Yeah. It's so yeah, kind of like, uh, what's the what's the director that's still Roman Polanski? Doesn't he still like putting out movies? He never yeah. comes back. Like, yeah, even he's never he been get, back. To it's America. so weird because they still nominate his stuff. Yeah, he's. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. For last yeah, year yeah. or whatever, he if, got yeah, critical. If, 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 that's, you, if you rape a thirteen-year-old, that's that's a problem. But if you voted for Donald Trump, then they're they're gonna they'll <laughs> did you see, you. Did you see, so he uh, Ike, whatever his name is from Marvel, donated a million dollars. To whatever Trump's uh, some sort of Trump like a thing. charity, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like the creators at Marvel are like, I'm done. But like it's, it's a charity. It's for I, veterans. It's, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I it mean, wasn't like, for. But there, there's something else like that. Maybe it may not be for charity. Like that. Oh, he may well, the Irish should investigate yeah. Trump and do it that way. Right. But you know what I mean? But it's like, I mean, are we really gonna start? He raised like, a million dollars for like, veterans. Like, like that. Oh, well, that's, I, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna support the same charities that you support. Right, right, I mean, right, are right. we really? Yeah. Do we really want to go down that there road? Are, yeah. yeah, but it's right. just interesting to see some of these creators. I'm like, you know, you guys, most of you are under contract. Yeah, I just there's a reason. This is what I hate about politics in this country. But like, like you know, oh, you like cute cats? Well, then I don't. Like uh, how cute dare cats. you? Right, you cute don't, cats are the worst. Just, you don't have to be the opposite of whatever affiliation you're not a part. You know of, what? You know? I, you I, I just heard yeah. Donald Trump brushes his teeth. I'm going to stop. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That'll teach him. There's a, a great um, sort of diatribe by Mike Rowe um, about because somebody who had like lambasted him for being on like O'Reilly or something like that. Yeah, of course. And, he's, why and, wouldn't he be on and, O'Reilly? Well, and he was like because he's speaking about his his cause about uh, you know helping people oh. get to work. And I mean, it's a very long. It was I think it was on Facebook. It was it was pretty epic. And it's um, the sort of dismantling of that kind of yeah. attitude because it's like look. I separate from the politics. I have a message and I have a cause. And he has an audience. And he has an audience. Right, that's exactly right. it. Yeah. And he was on like, I was on this network and I was on this yeah, network. Pin Gillette has, has ran into the same problem. People are like, yeah. how can you be on O'Reilly and blah or right. whatever? And he's just like, like, do you just want to be an echo chamber? Like, you know, he's like, if you, yeah, he's like, he's like, maybe somebody will watch that and be like, he's got a good point. Or maybe somebody will watch that and be yeah. like, you know what? Because Pendulette's normally talking about atheism stuff. Right. And he's like, maybe that person will be like, you know what? I don't agree. And I'm still going to go to church. But atheism, atheists aren't the dogs that I thought right. they were. Right. Yeah, like, some you of know, them are. well, no, some of them are. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but still, you know, he's, you know, he's like, why, like, what, why do we all of a sudden have, like, you have to turn your back on. Yeah. Why does everything have to be so segregated? Right. Well, you that's, know? that's what I think that's what some of the politicians yeah. want. Yeah. You it's know? ridiculous. So back to this movie. Back to the best. <laughs> and we're going to ignore any <laughs> personal <laughs> lives. Of, uh, yeah. Uh, but Lego's album, man. Yeah. It's $30 on DVD. Holy yeah, I'm jeepers. telling you, it's a winner. <laughs> That's me. I'm selling it. No. <laughs> but uh, so, so this this story. You may have seen other stories. So, like, uh, obviously, the whole con man thing. I mean, that's a side note. That's his character, you know. And it is funny. All these characters. I mean, it's entertaining. But the real story is that uh, there is this millionaire who is hunting people, and so he's hunting a different. He's trying to hunt a person from every ethnicity, and so that's where the Puerto Rican con man comes gotcha. in. Okay, um, th- then there's Wikipedia. He, you are forgiven. Yeah. That was a point. Um, he's also he's being he's he's a con artist. So you know, there's a lot of people angry with him. One of them is the Scottish mob. So they're like a parade, and they run into him. Zany hijinks ensue. But you know, in the background, the Scottish mob is chasing him during a couple of different scenes. But uh, he's pulling one of his cons, and he I think he. I think this is the point where he's dressed up as a Chinese delivery boy and he delivers food to this rich guy who is played by what's the actor's Jeffrey name? Jones, Jeffrey Jones. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's, he's this millionaire that is the one hunting all these different ethnicities and he's got like his manservant guy that helps him, you know, it's like kind of his muscle. He's his like, think of like a bond villain with like a, a nine year old boy. No, he's not like a nine-year-old boy. Um, I'm not saying it's like a big muscly guy. But anyway, he's his muscle, so to speak. And so he pulls up to the house, and he's delivering them this Chinese food. And then 
the only race that he doesn't have left to hunt is Puerto Rican. And so he, he sees past his con or whatever. Maybe he took the outfit off or something and he's like, Oh, Hey, wait a minute. And so he basically, um, since pest owes all this money to the Scottish mob that's coming after him and everything, he needs money. And so they get into the topic of, would you let us hunt you? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, why would I do that? And he's like, how about, how about 24 hours for $50,000? And then I think that's where that tagline on the poster comes from. And the pest is like, Oh, so this is actually based on a really, really old story. It's based on the most dangerous game. Yep. Oh, uh, so you, that's probably, there's been a lot of things adapted Zodiac. from that. Zodiac has a, has a, not, not adapted from that, but Zodiac yeah. has a big, like that's one of the, one of the things the, in it. Yeah. And so, the cases is that yeah, there's a movie poster for the most dangerous yeah, game. So that, this, yeah. And that, so this is a really famous short story uh, that was first published in Collier's book on January 19th, 1924. And it's about a big game hunter from New York who falls off a yacht. He swims to an island, uh, and then he's hunted by an aristocrat. It's actually the basis for Craven the Hunter from Spider-Man. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's definitely, it's the same, exactly. Put him in a movie. Uh, <laughs> just saying. That'd be great. <laughs> most notably, the movie version, the 1932 film, <clears throat> The Most Dangerous that's Game. The, yeah, it's the movie poster from Zodiac. And then there is a 1943 episode of CBS radio series Suspense starring Orson Welles. <laughs> So they've adapted this weird, story. Like, of all the adaptations, you're going to take that story and kind of tilt it on its head and make it a comedy well, with John Lake was on. They just used that as like the premise. But yeah, it's a zany. It's a really goofy movie. But anyway, so there's go- lots of comedies based around murder. That's true. You know? Yeah. yeah. Clue. <laughs> good point. Another one of my 90s. Uh, yeah, is that a 90s? Repertoire. That's, that's, that's an 80s, 80s movie. Oh, oh okay. Late, uh, it was either late. Okay, late 80s. But yeah, that was, was like in December my, like, of 89, so that counts. Okay, that was that was in my like you know 90s VHS. That's a, that's though, a, that a, that, I'll tell you what. Love that movie. That movie, I, when I worked at Blockbuster, couldn't keep it on the shelf. Yeah. Like I, that movie was out all the time. I think I have it on DVD. I need yeah. it on Blu-ray if they release it. I love the movie. That's great. Clue was 85. 85. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, so they go to the island and uh, he's in, he's, it's like, it's not really fair. I mean, obviously the, the millionaire guy just wants to hunt him. It's like this excuse of if you survive for 24 hours, I'll give you the cash. I mean, his plan is to kill Pest and not exactly make it fair. So he gives him like an orange vest and he gives him these like, almost like tribal, like these like gr- like a grass skirt kind of thing and like things on his arms and legs i mean he's just sticking out like a sore <laughs> thumb so he's like go you know and he's and, and so he has to survive uh, on this island for 24 hours and so you know it's just it's just a goofball thing a lot of silly situations but it's just one of those movies that i've always found so entertaining and again if you watch it for leguizamo's performance it's just amazing how much he gives this movie like he does not it's not a paycheck movie and this is very young leguizamo this is almost he's, tw- young, he's oh. young and hungry it's yeah a, it's this a is paycheck yeah. Movie this, and like no, I need a paycheck. A, yeah. Well, yeah, different kind of paycheck. <laughs> but movie. it's like he's trying to he, make a career. He is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is twenty years ago, and since then, I mean, John Leguizamo has obviously been in a ton of movies. Well, he's he, given some great. Well, this performances. is kind of like Jim Carrey and uh, the first Ace of Ventura. It, it is. It is. Oh, this movie, right on. This yeah. movie. I was going to say, if you were going to compare it, and I bet IMDb has to compare this one. The Ace Ventura and yeah. this movie have a very similar zany kind of. It's a good double feature. It, it yeah. would be. They're yeah. very similar. So, but but yeah, twenty years ago, Leguizamo, you know, much younger and and lesser known actor and uh, he does give it his all so you got to give him credit for how what did we just see him in john wick yeah that's what it was he's yeah, the garage he's, owner yeah, yeah. that's right okay he's, he's he is he's a small ton. part but he's great yeah. he is getting a lot of work though john Wick was <laughs> he was just in um he was just in sisters he played the like uh douchebag high school like jock that wants to go to their party <laughs> remember the, oh, he owns okay, the liquor yeah. store yeah, yeah, yeah. And sisters. That's right. Yeah. So John Leguizamo, seriously, he's getting a lot of work. He just pops up in these little yeah. characters everywhere. But you know, he's he's a he's a good actor. I think when when he's been in uh, the right roles, I mean, the guy can definitely act. So I just saw for the first. So I'm a, I like true crime. Uh, I think mm-hmm. true crime stories are great. I just watched some uh, Summer of Sam. Yeah, he's uh, a, some, I was gonna say he's, that's the main, he's the main character in that. Yeah. That's a weird movie yeah. in general. <laughs> Kill, yeah, Kill. <laughs> but Kill. Like, that's the talking dog. That's the, the talking yeah. dog. Yeah, but that's he's but he's he's great in it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a weird was, flick, but yeah. it's but he's that really was good an older. Is that, is that uh, Spike Lee? I think it is. Yes, yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer Esposito and yeah. um, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. That's a similar time period though. That's that was one of his really early careers. Strange movie, but he's also he's taking a very he's very good. Yeah, so I mean he you know he can play a. You know, he can be in some bad movies. He can play really bad roles, whatever. But the dude's a good actor. And so this is something that you probably have not seen Leguizamo in a role like this either in a long time or ever. I mean, it's just such a different... It is like his Ace Ventura, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think it's worth checking out. I mean, again, not by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) Is it a great movie? 
but uh, I find it highly entertaining. So well, it is perfect it, deep fried time. It yeah. is available for streaming rental on Amazon. Oh, it's nice. nice. probably available other places. Okay, yeah, it is available there for three ninety nine, or you can buy it for twelve ninety nine. Oh, okay. digital. There you go. Digitally. Or you yeah. can actually own the DVD for for ninety 30 bucks <laughs> for thirty <laughs> bucks. And would you like to know? Customers who bought this item also bought. I would love to. Uh, Encino Man Biodome. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. In the Army now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the, that's a bad one. The Polly Shore one, Pauly not, yeah. not the Martin and Lewis one. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, they also bought John Leguizamo's Freak. That's not shocking. Uh, and then finally, the embarrassing one for you. They yeah. uh, they also bought. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, I'll tell you, if there ever was a deep fried taco, I, I, that movie. I have, okay, it is awful, but I do oh share God. a weird nostalgia for that movie. So mine's Double Dragon. That movie. Oh, I love oh, Double that, Dragon, yeah. too. <laughs> Ugg, Lee. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's the Lee brothers, Ugg and Home. Ugg and Home. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I love that movie, too. That's just, isn't that the guy from Iron Chef America or whatever? Uh, it is. So Mark Iron Dukakis, Ch- and then it's also the guy from Party of Five. Yeah. Yes. Mark Dukakis also played Eric Draven on yeah. the short, the one season Crow Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's I remember that. Yeah. He was also in a movie uh, called Only the Strong, where he was a uh, like this was during it was like a kid friendly. Uh, he is a oh, it's some sort of martial art. Like it's, it's the dancing martial arts. Where and he's teaching a group of inner city kids to like make them not bad kids anymore, oh. and then he ends up having to fight in the middle of like a junkyard because to to prove how cool he is. <laughs> I think uh, it was called Only the Strong. That's yeah, a deep. Hold on, that okay. is a deep fried taco. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me Only the Strong. Let me write that down. Okay. Write that down. Yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm almost, I think that's what it's called. I think. <laughs> I'm sure on Mark Dukakis's IMDb page, it's like the crow. Super Mario or Double Dragon and only the strong. That's about an Iron Chef America. <laughs> Iron, Iron, Iron Chef, Chef America. Yeah, I'm well, scared well, to Google well, Dukakis. Is he, is he is he the the uh, chairman's yeah. cousin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, man. Le Pac de Loup. Yeah, I love. Oh, he is in that. He's, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. That he's actually a, an accomplished martial artist, and he was also he's also on Agents of Shield. He is. Yep. Oh, he oh, is. I quit. On, I, I gave up on that. Yeah. Show. Oh, he's on it. But that's why he was in Double Dragon because he's a martial artist. Act, yeah. yeah. Actor. Yeah. He's a legit. Yeah. yeah. I love that Lepak de Loop though, man. That is that's a, a cool great flick. film. Yeah. Great film. That's up to you, buddy. Mine? Yeah. Let's do oh, it. Okay. So, uh, my movie Taco is Taco Time is uh, <laughs> is from the eighties. Well, uh, I'm glad you got out of the 1950s. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a little surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but those are all good movies. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They, they it, weren't making you, bad these movies. These guys might have seen it. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I doubt that they've seen it, but I'm sure they've heard of it. Uh, it's very famous. It's a, it's uh, In fact, it's so famous, it's become shorthand uh, for, uh, well, for bad movies. And but Electric Boogaloo? They're wrong. And... Uh, <laughs> So my movie is Ishtar. Wow. Oh. Have you ever seen Ishtar? Yes. I've never this seen Ishtar. This is the Sean Connery one, right? No. 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 What's that one? That's Zardoz. Z- okay. Okay. Ishtar is, uh, it's directed uh, by by uh, Elaine May, and it stars Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman. And it is their homage to the, well, I guess I didn't get out of the 50s. <laughs> it's their homage to the Hope Crosby Road movies. Okay. And so, um, uh, and it's famous for being... For being a flop. Yeah. To quote Gene Shallot, Ishtar is terrible. <laughs> that was his review, his yes. tagliner. Was this was this a big so budget? I think that proves my point. Yes. And that's part of what killed this movie with yeah. the critics is because it its budget lame. ballooned to like fifty one million dollars. <clears throat> which a fifty million dollar comedy, that's a lot for a Even comedy today. today. Yeah, it's true. But in nineteen eighty seven, like that was a lot. So Elaine May is probably most famous for. She was part of Nichols and May, but she was all she uh, had directed the original version of the Heartbreak Kid. But she always had a lot of studio. It's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh dear. That's right. She always had a lot of studio meddling, and so Warren Beatty wanted to give her protection to make a movie how she wanted to make it, to where the studio would have to leave her alone. So oh, it worked out well, huh? So he, uh, so he felt. So she had done a lot of uncredited rewrites on the movie Reds, which okay. he won an Academy Award for. It was yep. a huge hit for him. What and, happened to him? Did uh, he just retire? Yeah, he just kind of gave up. Yeah. That's a shame. yeah. I liked him. Um, 
because he actually ended up making a movie that's a bigger bomb than Ishtar oh. called Town and Country. If actually, it was if like you, Dick Tracy. If you no, Dick Tracy was a hit. I like. I mean, it wasn't a, a great movie, but yeah, it was a hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bullworth. If you haven't seen Bullworth, Bullworth fantastic. Bullworth is awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, he knew that he was an A list actor and he was a hot property. And if he signed on to a movie she was directing, they would he could basically guarantee that she could make the movie she wanted to make. And so um, then he wanted to do it with Dustin Hoffman, and Dustin Hoffman wasn't keen on it. But when Dustin Hoffman found out Elaine May was involved, well, Elaine May had done a bunch of uncredited rewrites on Tootsie, ah. and so he was like, "Okay, we'll go do this for Elaine May." And uh, they so they. They they play uh, a pair of aspiring songwriters that are delightfully awful. Um, yeah. Awful on purpose? Well, I mean, for the movie, it's on purpose. But within the context of the film, no, they're trying to be good and okay. they suck. Okay. And all the songs are written by Paul Williams, who wrote, uh, what, uh, what did he write? Rainy Days and Mondays. And he wrote the theme to the love yeah. boat. And he wrote, uh, Evergreen for Barbara Streisand. He wrote uh, all the music for Rainbow the Muppet Connection. Yeah. All he wrote. Yeah. All that's the what I know. Yeah. yeah. He wrote yeah, all yeah, the music yeah. for okay. the Muppet movie. He wrote all the yeah. music. Please sing the song in Kermit's voice, Joe. He, you know, he, really he's, he's, he's the <laughs> creative force behind Phantom of Paradise, yeah. which is a fantastic <laughs> movie. Oh. He was little. Let's save that for volume three. <laughs> he was little Enos and Smokey and the Bandit. That's right. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he and he also wrote all the music for uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all, right. Go. all right. Very good. So, um, so he was tasked with writing deliberately bad songs. So he wrote songs like "Dangerous Business," which is it, 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 this movie opens with them trying to write the song "Dangerous Business," and so they're like falling in love is, and they're trying to come up with what <laughs> they don't even have an idea. They're just like falling in love is a bitter herb, and like it's really funny. <laughs> the songs are amazing because they're so bad. There's a scene where they're um uh, performing at a at like a 60th wedding anniversary for this really old couple, and they wrote a song just. They wrote a song on behalf of the husband for the wife, and it's called Leaving Some Love in My Will. And <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It's, the songs are the songs make the movie because they're just so awful that they're hysterical. And but Elaine May was so like uh like anal about it, like she couldn't she told Paul Williams, she's like I, you need to write the whole song. Even if we're only gonna use like one line from the song, you have to write an entire song oh. And so then Dustin Ho- uh, Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty had to stop down And learn all these songs So they could then perform them So they could pull out one line and Just so, the auth- for authenticity, yeah. Like, just to make in, it in so-, case, so she had options in case she wanted to go that far, right? You know, so it made it made it way more expensive. And then it, they actually they end up going to Ishtar, and so they and they ended up actually shooting in Morocco. And well, that'll do it, which is expensive. Yeah. But but a lot of people don't realize is at the time, uh, Columbia Pictures was owned by Coca Cola, and the reason, and so Columbia ordered them to sh- or Coke ordered them to shoot the film in in Morocco because this happened sometimes with big multinational corporations. They had money in Morocco that they could not repatriate. And so interesting. So it was gonna, it just was, they could only spend it in Morocco. So they were like, well, go shoot it there. And because we can't spend that money on anything else anyway. So part of the reason the budget got so big was because they deliberately shot somewhere that was more expensive so they could spend money. It's like having a gift certificate. Yeah. Like Like, I I wouldn't normally burn it anyway. Yeah. And so they, you know, so, um, but Elaine May is notorious for shooting way too much footage. She shot a hundred and eight hours of footage for this for this, for this film. Wow! And she uh, they that's she, a lot to edit down from. Well, and she well, and speaking of a lot to edit, so they they had a lot of problems with. She hired this really good uh, cinematographer, but they were fighting constantly because the cinematographer wanted to frame the shot the way it looked the best, where she wanted to frame it for maximum comedic effect, which were oftentimes. At opposite yeah, What's the so, difference <clears throat> Lawrence of Arabia And an Adam Sandler movie Yeah Oh I see okay. You know So <laughs> it's like She's trying to like Get to the punchline of the joke And he wants to make it look pretty Well sometimes If a movie looks pretty It can't be funny Right Like cause you're it's you too know, good right? Yeah. Like this, right Yeah And so So she's So they would So they ended up Actually cutting Two entirely different Versions of the film One her way One his way Whoa And in the meantime Warren Beatty's like What have I done And, I, <laughs> and like Everything they touched in this movie just went to 
Like there's a famous story that they were there's a the scene in the movie there's a crucial scene that involves around they get hooked up with a blind camel that's supposed okay. to take them through the desert. So they're looking for a camel. And so Elaine May decided that the camel needed to have blue eyes. So the guy that's goes out really specific. So the guy goes out to find a blue eyed camel. First day finds a blue eyed camel and he's like. I think I can find a better blue-eyed camel. So he keeps looking, not realizing that blue-eyed camels are very rare. And oh, so, so he found it the first day and then thought, oh, well. And thought like, oh, well, this is easy. <laughs> and then was like, I-, I can find And then was like, okay, I'm going to circle back around and find. Oh, God, that this, one's not left. Find this blue-eyed camel. So he goes back to the guy and he's like, uh, he's like, I want to get that blue-eyed camel. And he was like, oh, we I, we don't have it anymore. And he's like, well, where to go? And the guy's like, we ate it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's like, so I can't get that camel then, huh? Yeah. So uh, he's like, yeah, I, yeah, you can buy the pound. <laughs> yeah. You can hamburger, sausage. How do, do you want it? Yeah. And so uh, so anyway, so they, they, it's just a notoriously kind of cursed did they ever, shoot. Did they ever release both cuts? Like, I don't think they did. I think they've okay. only released. There was a director's cut, but it apparently it was two minutes shorter. Really? Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. But I just bought. I just bought the Blu-ray myself. Oh, nice. It's available for seven forty nine on Blu-ray. How come your movie? My movie was twelve bucks. I don't yeah. know. I guess because I got a worse movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah. it, uh, you know, and, and just reading this since its release, the film has gained uh, a cult following, uh, and there are a couple directors, uh, both Quentin Tarantino and Edgar Wright, are have stuck big, up for the film. Big fans for the, uh, the film, and Martin Scorsese has said it's one of his favorite films of all time. Yeah. Interesting. And like, those uh, are some big. Big, yeah, big league yeah, guys uh, too. Yeah. And Gary Larson has even apologized to the film. Oh, because of, <laughs> he had a he, there was Hell's a far video there store. was a far side strip that said oh. Hell's Video Store, and it was only stocked with Ishtar. <laughs> with Ishtar. I haven't <laughs> seen that one. Yeah. And he said, and he said uh, that he's like, I found myself on a plane, and it was showing Ishtar, and he's like, much to my horror, I found myself actually being entertained. <laughs> and he's like, is it the best movie ever? No. And he's like, but is it? Would it be the only store stocked in Hell's Video Store? And he's like, no, it would not. And he's <laughs> like, yeah. he's like, I just picked it because it was famous for being bad. <laughs> Of course you do. Why wouldn't you like Xanadu? <laughs> but he's like, I just picked it because it was famous for being bad without having seen it. He's like, I owe this film an apology. That's he's pretty actually, good. It's actually yeah. a good movie. That's pretty it, good. It's, I mean, everything about it that has been negative is always it's because of the budget. Yeah, and, and Warren Beatty's even said that that he's like, he's like, it was a real learning experience for me. He's like, because all these negative reviews, like they had done like three promotional screenings and they all went great. People mm-hmm. were walking out of theater laughing. He's like, he's like, he wasn't ecstatic with the. With the hit, but I remember him. I think the quote I heard him say in an interview one time is he th- he thought they had made a sloppy hit, like it wasn't a great movie, but that it worked. Yeah, it was funny and it worked. And and part of the problem too is Elaine May has a very quirky sense of humor, and mm-hmm. she makes she's kind of the first person, maybe not the first, but one of the first at the forefront of that the humor coming from awkward moments. Yeah, yeah. like there's a funny scene in the movie where like uh, Dustin Hoffman is trying to teach Warren Beatty how to say the word schmuck. Because he keeps saying smuck and uh, but like little things like that. And and this whole movie revolves around awkwardness because they're so bad. That right. People, and right. Like it's it's and like him singing inappropriate songs to old people. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's there's just lots of, of things like that. But, in, you know, in an era post the office, that's yeah. that's a good that point. Plays. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a very good plays point. A, Parks I think and Rec, it, the office. Yeah, it plays a lot comedy. better now. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. why do they have to go to the desert in this movie? Uh, they get caught up in like a CIA espionage type story and like and so they you know it's a they end up with a map they're not supposed to have yeah. it's 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 oh, very okay. like you know it's you know and it's it's just very kind of forced but that's the point of the movie you know like that's what these movies are it's putting the the wrong guys in weird situations and then they have to contend with it but Charles Grodin is in it who was in the Heartbreak Kid fantastic yeah. Yeah, and, he's uh, awesome. but. But like I said, the the movie it it works a lot more than you would think, especially that you know it, I mean it became so famous for being a flop that other flops were called like like Waterworld at one oh, point was called Fishtar. <laughs> yes, like, it was. That's right. That's right. It's you clever. Know, yeah, it's clever. It's yeah, clever. I, I will give it give them that. But but and that's the, another movie that was cursed because of uh, ballooning budget. That movie right. wasn't good. Like, there's no redeeming qualities of that movie. Waterworld. Though. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's not boring, a, but it's, it's boring. Not, it's just not as terrible. What as, was the what, what did he do after that? That was postman. Post oh my god! Yeah. Dances dances with mail. Yeah, <laughs> they they uh, they built that movie. They built an entire tank. Yeah. for that movie, like the, that's ridiculous for the budget. And then yeah. I think it's still assembled. You can still well, go visit it. Yeah, they tried to recruit a lot of it by moving it to some of it to Universal Studios <laughs> for like an, a water show because yeah. it was like we got to do something with this. <laughs> we built this tank. I but, like it's just anything. sitting there. They built it. and It's yeah. so big and a lot. They it spent so much money. Yeah. They couldn't. So like you can. I'm not saying like it's a ride somewhere, but like you could if you somehow yeah, could get there, you can right. go and it's you just can, you can drink your own well, urine. And, and also, <laughs> you know. Um, you're shooting on water. I mean, Cameron would have said, "Yeah, I don't, that's a mistake. Don't, don't yeah, do that." Yeah. Yeah. But that was one of Jack Black's first movies too. Which one? Waterworld. Waterworld. Water yeah. Is he a kid in that, or is he like no, he's like one of the bad guys on a jet ski or something? Like. All I can think of him is in the Jackal. Yeah, when he gets his arm blown off. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but back to Ishtar. So it's, it's the it's it's a much better movie than it gets credit yeah. for. It's a little sloppy. I will say the first half I think is better than the second half. But but uh, but the songs alone. Are yeah. worth it A lot of them are on YouTube If you want to go look them up If you just type in like Ishtar songs But uh, <laughs> there's a guy That's got a website Dedicated to Ishtar And uh, he's got a lot of them Posted as MP3s too Well oh. it's funny Because they, this movie is uh, You know uh, just, uh, Like the Titanic Titanic was um, I mean it was lambasted at, Because of the ballooning budget yeah, And yeah, how, yeah. how terrible And everything And of course it ended up Being one of the biggest movies Of all time And widely, lo- widely loved um, the only thing different about this is that nobody saw this because <laughs> right. of that. Yeah, you everybody know? stayed away. That's, that's what I'm wondering. Why? So, what was it that killed it? At Crit- the I mean, I, it really was a critic. It's weird. Yeah, I got, it was. So this it, came out in what year? Eighty-seven. So, so you got to figure critics were your life and lifeblood. Like, yeah. If, yeah. if they crapped on your movie, you were kind of done. Unless you're, yeah. unless you were like a Friday the Thirteenth or a sure. Night, and they were also they because their, you know, like they couldn't. The studio couldn't respond and like uh, you know now they could be like, well, pull it and then just do digital release or right. something like right. that. Right. Yeah. And and I also because of the editing it missed its release date. It was supposed to come out in like Christmas of eighty six, and it got pushed, and and so that also put some stink on it. And you know, and then everybody yeah. got fixated. Like it was the most expensive comedy ever filmed at the time, and that was a ridiculous amount of money so, to spend on a comedy. Like eighty six, eighty five. Yeah, and you don't normally think of comedies as being big. Like you think of comedies as being small and right. scrappy and cheap. Yeah. And when you spend a lot of money, it's hard to. You know, so so anyway, that was a uh, that was my deep fried tacos. So. I need to see it. I've never yeah. seen it. So yeah. So, uh, but uh, this wasn't a canon movie, was it? Uh, no, it was Columbia. Did you see that documentary? I did not. Oh, oh is it Electric the, Boogaloo? Uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. fantastic. If if you guys haven't Man, seen it, it is like you see, yeah. You talk about some tacos. There's holy some tacos. jeepers! There's one that I might save, like the American Ninja. Yeah. Is is what is American Ninja? American. Me. So American. Yeah. He is a. Uh, he's an American ninja. Yeah, that, what more do you want to know? He works for the military, and there's like ninjas start attacking, but this guy has secret ninja skills. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it wow. was like it was it was in this weird point in the '80s where they were doing like uh, cyborg and uh, back at no missing in action and. Uh, Masters of the Universe Masters of the Universe Superman 4 Ooh, Yeah, yeah like Masters of the Universe And Superman 4 Were canon Pictures Like yeah. they had Somehow they had gotten Superman away from Warner Brothers Yeah Somehow And then um, well, yeah. Superman 4 wasn't a Warner It was not no, it was no Gol- the Salkinds. Yeah, uh, the Salkinds did Globus, it right? Yeah Oh god yeah. Superman Well you know what that, that movie is such a mess That fourth one yeah, yes, there's a reason. That is so yeah. crazy. My, my, my That's one Bizarro in it, or is that three? No, Bizarro's not in any of them. Yeah, this, no, is, the well, nuclear, this, is, this is Nuclear Man. man. Yeah. Here's the thing. So there's a scene in Superman 4 where the, they need to me. get some of his DNA. You mean the yeah. hair The hair scene? The hair. So, <laughs> yeah. so there's like scene a, a giant like one-ton block hanging off of a strand yeah, yeah. of Superman's, Superman's hair. hair. Yeah, and right. they go in, and they just... John Cryer. John Cryer knocks it out, takes a pair of bolt cutters, cuts the hair. Cuts it's it. strong, but you can just cut <laughs> it. With yeah. bolt cutters. <laughs> but Forget that it's a, a ton hanging off of that. He just goes, <laughs> snip. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, that's the one with John Cryer. John Cryer. like a punk looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's he's, he's Lex Luthor's like nephew. Movie's yeah. so bad. But that has the evil Superman in it. it yeah, Nuclear evil, Man. Yeah, nuclear. Evil Superman. Uh, and Nuclear Man. Yeah. So yeah they, well, no, Evil Superman was Superman 3. Is that 3? Yeah, that's where they no, split him in half. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. This has got Nuclear Man who kind of looks like Shadow Stevens. Well, he was like, so if you, on that very, documentary, they say. He got very frosted. They brought in like just a model. 
Yeah. And they were like, yeah, he'll work. And his, not an actor. And, and no. Not his no. voice. Not his voice. It's, it's, it's Gene Hackman's voice yeah. dubbed over. Yeah. They, they, Gene Hackman <laughs> did all the dialogue because he's supposed to be the combination of Superman and Lex. Mm. So the Gene Hackman does all of the dialogue and they redub his voice. Wow. And they, they auto tune it a little bit to where he yeah. doesn't sound like it's Gene, weird. But it's Gene Hackman. It's absolutely Gene Hackman. Yeah. yeah but oh. if you haven't seen, uh, Electric Boogaloo, like the story of Canon Films. Mm, like, yeah, if you want some deep fried great. tacos, there are some deep fried tacos so, in that. There's also some turds. There's also some uh, lots, <laughs> lots, yeah, lots of turds. <laughs> yeah, but Turd yeah, they are taco. They That's joking, what they should call that movie. <laughs> right? They jokingly say when they would get scripts, they're for uh, the two Chucks. Yeah. So there was one pile for Chuck Bronson, one child, yeah. one pile Chuck for Bronson Chuck Norris, Chuck, Chuck Norris, and then they would just figure it out from there. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what that was. They had yeah. a script for Superman Five. They had a script for Masters of the Universe Two. Yeah. And then they went under. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, that's all your deep fried tacos, <laughs> and then some, and then some, some a bonus, a veritable uh, potpourri of tacos. Yes, yeah. a cornucopia of tacos. Ooh, taco copia. So so uh, so next week, I guess it's probably what Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That's what I'm thinking. That seems Sweet. like the obvious choice yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so, uh, but I guess let's uh, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGraney67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. This is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you would like to continue the conversation online, perhaps you have a deep taco of your own you'd like to chime in yeah. with. We would love to hear them. So uh, don't, don't send us pictures of your deep tacos. You can send those to Creepy Joe. <laughs> no, don't send them to me. I don't want to see that crap. You can post them on our Facebook page <laughs> at uh, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, you can also well like the page if you haven't done that yet. And then you could uh, share an episode or two or ten uh, with your friends and family. They will love you for it. And it's a great way to uh, help us expand our listener base, which makes it uh, easier for us to justify spending this much time away from our loved ones to do this. So, <laughs> so we appreciate that. You can join our League of Show Sharers. You can also stop by the iTunes where you can rate and review and subscribe. All that stuff there helps us just as much as uh, sharing the show week to week. So we, we really appreciate that stuff as well. So uh, I believe that's everything. Uh, coming up next week, we will do Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And until then, Lucky Dan is going to place not show. Have you seen the well-to-do up and down Park Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air? High hats and arrow collars, white spats and lots of dollars, spending every dime for a wonderful time. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits, putting on the ritz? Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes and cutaway coat, perfect fits, putting on the ritz. Dress up like a million dollar tree. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.